When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Ya yo, ya yo, everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And we are back yet again for some Last of Us greatness. We're on episode six of the hit TV series, Hit hbo tv series the last of us um back to sundays you know we were spoiled a little bit by having a, a brief little friday window for a release with episode five but now we're back to the sunday grind with episode six um definitely a lot uh happened in this episode and it looked like it focused primarily on joel and Ellie, exclusively on Joel and Ellie. I know the last couple of weeks we've kind of been dividing that time up with other characters, um, like you know Sam and Henry, Bill and Frank. You know, just kind of get spicing things up a bit so we don't get too exhausted with uh, the main the main duo. But now, full episode, Joel and Ellie. But I'm not alone to deep dive this episode today. With me is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop Grandmaster. Uh, are, are are you are you feel are you feeling the emotions of uh, Joel and Ellie's, you know, uh, relationship after seeing this episode? I'm buying them. I buy it. Uh, you know, I get it. Uh, part of me wishes. Um, I mean, I get it from a story standpoint, but like, when you jump three months, that's a good time skip. You know? Yeah. How did of... you feel about that? I mean, we might as well talk about it uh yeah there's a three-month time skip um i think that was in the game to kind of just jump ahead to have them catch up to wherever tommy was or wherever they were going to meet the fireflies i don't remember i i think there was a time skip uh but yeah how did you how did you feel about that uh just seeing that just plastered there because i don't think this is our first time skip right this is our first one uh I mean, as far as the main story uh, goes. Well, I, I mean, yeah, the main story. Like, it hasn't, like, said, Joel and Ellie are here. Now, fast forward three weeks. Or yeah, three no, I think any time jumps have been within the story. Like, you know, when we get the car with Bill, the car from Bill, um, you know, we just, they just told, we just assume they've been traveling. Mm -hmm. So they didn't even tell us how long it's been. But, uh, you know, I think there's, I think there's beauty in time jumps uh sometimes i think it takes away from some of the beauty i get it um and i say this because when you get a time jump and we have to think about where we first where we left them off before the time jump um we have to put the pieces together you know so we leave off with you know they just buried henry and sam and now jump ahead three months uh we see their relationship is blossoming more, you know, uh, they're opening up with one another. Joel's talking about, you know, I want a sheep farm. Uh, oh, that's right. Ellie's, Ellie's expressing her love of space and how she loves Sally fucking ride. Uh, you know, you know, who so Sally ride is. I sure don't. I only know the reference in the song. Uh, ride Sally ride which now I get that it's a astronaut reference to Sally Kristen ride from NASA so but um yeah no I just um so it, it, it's fun sometimes to put the pieces together of what has transpired obviously you know I am sure 
Joel and Ellie have had kind of a conversation about uh, Sam and Henry. Uh, I mean, funny enough, we learned that they didn't even have that deep of a conversation because she just revealed something this episode to Joel that uh, he didn't know. But um, does it take away from moments when we could have grown with them? It sure does, you know. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of the, uh, you know, the options you got to choose. It's like, do we grow with them and prolong the story somewhat, or do we just kind of play? Pick the pick up the pieces ourselves. Leave it to the viewer to be, you know, the ambiguity, the ambiguity, the ambiguity left Go ahead, by. Sound it out. Ambiguity left by ambiguity. Um, is that what you're trying to say? Yes, yes. Left by the writers, you know. Um, do we just go ahead and formulate our own conclusions? Which, so there's it's a give and take. I, I like both uh, forms of storytelling, uh, and I, I think it works here. I think it works here. Um, so yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Goodness, I feel I was that was hard to get out. I I'm fine with the time skip, and I am fine. And I think the relationship is looking good, which is great because it sets up perfectly the conflict of this episode. Right. Um. It. I mean, they pretty much transitioned into the new, I guess, arc, if you want to call it, uh, of this episode really because it looks like we resolved it in this episode rather than focusing on two episodes for it uh but the goal was to find tommy where's tommy where is he we know he was in this direction there was that brief little intro in the very beginning with the old uh couple and uh they were kind of funny i i i like that interaction that they were having they're um, funny i agree <laughs> so that was kind of silly i like that but um yeah they're hunting hunting they're they're pursuing Tommy. Um, and for all Joel knows, you know, Tommy is dead. And you see these little snippets of, you know, they put Ellie in certain situations where, um, and you kind of see it in the behind the scenes uh, segment. Joel is really afraid for what may happen to Ellie. Um, what? I think they get like ambushed like really quick once they cross that river or once they see the dam, right? I see the yeah. first. Yeah, but even before that, you know, he has a little anxiety attack. Um, was it an anxiety attack? I, I I don't know what he was having. I thought it was like maybe just old age stuff. Well, I take happening. it. I take it as a combination of both. He is old and they keep highlighting that a lot. But also, I just as to what you're saying, he is worried and concerned for Ellie's safety. Like uh, these guys, the the native couple they're like you know you go across that river there's a bunch of dead bodies you know and he's like well i don't want that to happen to ellie because you know uh i can't fail again so i feel it was it felt if if, if i think it was a combination because again if it was just kind of old age i don't like the hearing you know uh you could uh right like she was like joel joel and it was very much and was emphasizing the heartbeat, you know. So I took that as he's just becoming more and more anxious for this girl's safety. So, uh, but I get it. I get it. And then the right, right, right when they get ambushed, you know, uh, this dog, which I thought the intensity of the scene was really good. Well, you thought one of them was going to get mauled or no, that Ellie was going to get mauled. Well, I'm dog. over here questioning. I'm like, well, is technically Ellie infected? Uh, because you know she's been bitten plenty uh she's immune so i guess she's not infected because she's immune uh but i'm like I'm, I'm over here thinking oh the the dog probably still smell that uh or something and so i, I was right. nervous too i was rightfully nervous just as much as joel and i get it it, it and was he couldn't do anything at the moment he was helpless. right he was helpless um it's definitely something that they've touched on in i know the game not so much the first game um but in an expanded material that they they've always like questioned you know what exactly is ellie's immunity is he is, is she still technically infected is that stuff still in her bloodstream because again you have that um that scene with tess early on in episode one remember when they had the scanner when they got free of that guard 
and oh, she, and she it rang. It rang for Ellie, right? Right, it rang for Ellie, and she had already been bitten, like I think a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, technology seems to be able to pick it up that she is infected, uh, air quotes. But apparently, a dog that's trained to smell if someone's infected, it it doesn't really ring for the dog. Um, I, I like to think the dog can. I don't know. It's picking up when they're active. If the infection is active, oh, the, uh, the, the the scanner's like a dormant thing. The, like the scanner's be- like they're in there, they're infected, but the dog is only reactive to active. You know, like oh, this person's about to change, like tomorrow. Maybe, Bar- maybe they sense the body changes in them, like they smell it. You know how, you know, how like animals have that like third sense or whatever, or that sixth I- sense. How do you train this dog to smell for infection? I don't know. You just hold uh, its head in front of in front of a, a clicker, saying, "This is bad." I, Bark at this. I guess because I'm over here, like I I don't know how they taught this dog to do that, but again, I was I was fearing, and then they do a really good job of setting up these really scary scenes for Ellie, and then they turn into these very you know heartwarming little things. I. Don't know the last time Ellie's hung out with a dog, but it just seems she's, yeah, probably never. And then it's just like, here she is giggling with this dog and it was kind of a very sweet moment. So it was pretty, very well done. Very well done. Um, I can, I can confirm there's, there was not a dog scene, uh, anywhere in the gaze where it's like, Oh, is the dog going to smell it? Is the dog going to do it? Is is it going to sense the, 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 the chakra? in this person no you got uh, you gotta smell the captura <laughs> uh but it, it it was nice a little bit a new piece of like lore to like add to the intensity of the scene so i i liked it um but they pretty much figure out right that ellie's not infected and um i think the the leader of the bunch maria she's like who are you what's your name and he yeah what a terrible voice you just gave her but what sure. i i just gave her a random voice is it not suitable <laughs> It was a little more subtler than. Did you want like, me to give her like a thick country accent? It was just, it's fine. It was What's just your very, name. It wasn't even like that. It was just a very subtle, you know. I think she put two and two together, like you know that that's uh, Tommy's brother. Well, the moment she he says, "I'm looking for my brother," you know, I think she's like, "Okay, this is probably Joel. This is the guy. This is my brother-in-law. This is the random brother that my uh, my." husband has been saying uh talking about all these years he's just wandering out here in the wilderness are you joel by chance i mean uh, again baby i i'm i'm over here thinking uh <laughs> i'm over here thinking uh tommy's told her my brother might be coming just now be, be on the lookout he's coming from boston I mean, I, Tommy made it there. I don't think it's out of, so far out of the realm of possibility that it's a long trip. Three months. It, it's, a, it's a long trip, but Joel's very resourceful. Uh, Tommy's learned from Joel. So if Tommy can do it, Joel sure as hell can do it. Right, right. Um, so it was nice to see, you know, he gets re uh, reunited with Tommy in this uh, small little town, the city of Jackson. Jackson, Wyoming. Jackson, Wyoming. How'd you feel see- seeing like a settlement that's like actually uh, livable? <laughs> like just a hint at a normal life because, you know, you're so used to like bandit camps or uh, QZs, militarized I mean, I, I haven't seen any bandit camps yet. Oh, I guess no. I- well, for some. Okay. Let me scratch bandit camps because I mixed it up with uh, Kathleen's group. That was Kansas City. A bandit, yeah. So, um, so no, you're right, you're right. But, but mostly we've seen like doom and gloom, like QZs and right. the like. Uh, um, how's it like seeing like an actual settlement that has a taste of the OG life with like movies and like bars, food, like home cooked meals? There was pumpkin pie on that damn there table was, when they were there eating. Was. I don't even you think know, they ain't it. serving that at all at, at a Fedra camp, Absolutely they're not serving not. that. Um, well, you know. And again, I have this uncanny, you know, tendency to compare it to The Walking Dead. And there's seasons in The I think Walking that's Dead. Because, yeah, that, that's your one comparison for a live action, like, 
zombie, zombie apocalypse. Right, right. And so you know, I, I say it's weird because simply when I watched the, when I when I made the comparison, I was like, damn, for some reason the Walking Dead seems less believable. Like there there are seasons that feature communities that are quote unquote thriving. Uh but then like I don't know, part of me just feels like this is so much more realistic to me. And I don't know why. And I don't think I'm being biased because, again, I watched The Walking Dead for years. But something about this just seemed more realistic. What, and, what, like, 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 what were some of the comparisons to, like, The Walking Dead, like, for them having, like, livable settlements? I mean, it's very much like this, a community. Uh, everybody's uh, playing their part. There'd be, like, people who are, you know, who have jobs, like the pharmacist uh you know the guards on rotations uh you know just very similar than like houses like people people actually had houses they could be staying in they bring in new people like oh we have this house on this corner you can stay in there you know uh right. um but i don't know maybe it's just like the vibe of the show itself is somewhat you know again i say it's very comic booky um but this one just feels more real uh and dare I say, I really like the snowy setting, uh, the winter setting. Uh, that nice. really works for me for some reason. I don't know. This cowboy aesthetic makes perfect sense for me because it's it's uh, Wyoming. And I feel, I don't know, that's where people go be ranch hands and get on horses. Raise and, sheep. And raise sheep and hogs. So can't wait till we get bacon. Um <laughs> I just buy it. I really buy it. It like works for me. I, movie nights, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I love the, I love the setting. I think the setting works really well. Um, and then I get it too, as far as like their settlement has like all this space between, you know, it's like open field, right? Right. Uh, surrounding their settlement, and I'm like, wow, that's really great you really can see who's coming up on you yeah there's uh, like ample time for warning like if people are charging up like you have snipers on the towers that they're gonna take them out easy right so you know I'm, I'm buying again I'm, I'm i'm buying every bit that's being shown to me here in the last of us so i'm here for jackson wyoming the communist jackson Wyoming. Every what what's uh how does Maria describe it? Uh, it it's all collective. It's collective, all collective, right? Mm -hmm. That's and funny. then everybody shares, and you know, uh, it's, it's pretty equal. And uh, Joel's like communism, and uh, Tommy's like, no, it's not communism. What you mean, Joel? No, it's it's a communism. We're a commune. Communism. We're a community. I mean, it works. It works. Everyone it gets works. their share. There doesn't seem to be there doesn't seem to be any kind of corruption or um like, you know, shady stuff going on in the background. Everyone gets their share. Everyone works their piece. And a, they have a council. Like the council democratically elected. Right. Um, and uh and yeah they have leisure time it's not just like a work camp you know you could go see movies go to the bar uh just have a good time um i know at one point in 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 the game uh when you see this town you could go inside one of the buildings and uh it's funny because you know society in the game society collapsed in 2013 right so um technology or in terms of entertainment stopped at 2013 it didn't progress anywhere past that so if you go into a building and you go into like a kid's room uh here in this town you could find like a ps3 with like the the jack and daxter hd trilogy oh goodness uh, off, in, off in a room somewhere obviously because you know it's it's a little uh homage to uh naughty dog who right. made the jack and daxter series on ps2 but um yeah it, it, it's just funny to see that so i wonder uh well we're kind of already out of the town already, but I, I wonder if maybe there's like an Easter egg or two, like, you know, since the world stopped moving at in 2003, uh, I don't know, maybe you saw like a kid with a Game Boy Advance somewhere. Um, the, I, I, mean, I, I like those little things because it shows you like, hey, just because it's 2023 doesn't mean like the like the world progressed, you know, past 2003. It stopped. They're right. just surviving right now. 
I mean, I imagine we'll be back here. I don't think this is the last. No, it's not the last. The last. Of us. Right. I, the I last imagine, they've seen of us. Right. I imagine we'll be back for whatever reason. So, okay. um, yeah, I'll, I'll be down to explore more of Jackson, Wyoming. And I don't know. I'd like to see how they handle the worst of their situation. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Joel and Ellie are very much welcomed right in uh and then i guess from here we start peeling back more pieces of the puzzle uh well not puzzle i guess it's a family drama now it very much becomes a family drama um oh the 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 tea with um joel and tommy like like what exactly happened between them right right uh wait what what did happen um, so basically, uh, they hinted at Joel's past where, you know, they, they needed to survive um, right. they were early on. Mercs? And, it sounds like they were mercs. I mean. Or just whatever. They, they killed and didn't have remorse. They, yeah, that, that's basically what it was. Um, that's how I understood it. And they kind of hinted at, at that even in the game too. Um, they just kind of killed without remorse but always for survival like never out of like spite or yeah not not malicious yeah right it was always for survival and you hear joel say it in this episode too you know it's he's basically reiterating i did what we what i did the things that i did uh for so that we both could survive and you know tommy kind of puts that into perspective saying you know i don't fault you for that but those things that you're mentioning we murdered people (laughs) um like we have to you know acknowledge that even though it's it was for survival we still did those things right um so i i did kind of like that back and forth where uh tommy i guess at some point he was just like hey joel i can't do this anymore i can't be living this life so then he goes ventures off to join the fireflies and then after the fireflies i think either he had a falling out or he just disagreed or something happened where he ends up going with Maria and then Maria recruits him and they're very secretive of, um, you know, their, their, their settlement. So she, Tommy was not allowed to tell anyone. All right. He turns off the radio. He turns off the um, radio. So Joel loses all communication with him and that's it. That goes all the way back to um, the first episode where he and Tess were trying to get a car and a battery so that they mm-hmm. can go find Tommy. They're like, hey, Tommy's well, his radio's on? off. His radio's right. off. What's the deal? And um, and uh, I think it was like Tommy saying like, yeah, we couldn't invite anyone because we might attract bad people. And Joel's like, am I, am I bad people? Am I bad people? In the most Family menacing drama. way. Right. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but you know, this is something dude that wasn't in the game. Um, Tommy tells him, you know, again, putting things into perspective, he is expecting a child with Maria. Oh, this is not, um, from the game, not in the game. No. Well, well, Maria is in the game and they're married, uh, Maria and, and Tommy they're, they're together, but Maria was never pregnant in the game. Right. Um, so if, you know, since we're getting a season two, I wonder if they're going to, have a kid and you know we're gonna see the kid you know grow up or whatever uh but that's something new i feel like that's intentional and they may touch on that like maybe they maybe there'll be like a small time jump to where the kid is old enough to like interact with the rest of them um but it's still it's still kind of cool to see tommy expecting a kid and oh my god the 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 tension when uh what's it called when uh he's like um I'm really afraid uh, to be a dad or I I don't know what to expect. And I think Joel gives him like a cold uh, response, like like the coldest response. He's like, well, um, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see now, don't we? I don't know. It was something like that, right? Um, I, I just know this, like Joel is projecting uh, right. the whole time, you know, uh, having been a dad. And now he's a reluctant father, uh, you know, uh, I guess it's hard for him to hear something like this because Tommy, Tommy, you could tell is kind of overjoyed. Um, uh, it's full of hope. He's excited. And Joe can't get past that. It's very much. It's like Joel's very much like 
you really want to bring a child into this world? That's what like, I was kind of questioning too. Like, damn, that's that's kind of rough. Like, congrats, but why? Oh my gosh, when damn. Ellie was like, Joel, tell him congrats. It was like that same moment. Oh, oh, when um, when he said about like he was married to. Uh, right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, uh, like Maria. during that moment, like, uh, oh, congrats, Joel, say congrats. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't remember if he even says it. Uh, I don't think he does. I remember, yeah, she she encouraged him to do it, and I I, I don't think he actually did. Right. <laughs> so, you know, these interactions, I'm over here just thinking, like, you know, Joel's projecting. Uh, it's like no one can, no, no one can be happy, you know. Uh, at least there are parts of Joel that finds himself happy and then he has to revert back and re remember like he should not be happy people should not be happy this world is terrible this world yeah. is dangerous he he was asking uh, Tommy was asking about Tess and he didn't even Ooh, tell the truth at first he he's didn't like, even tell the truth at first right he's all right he's good she's she's fine uh <laughs> So it, it was, he was projecting. Um, and, you know, Tommy kind of throws it back in his face. He's like, listen, man, just because your life stopped uh, 20 years ago doesn't mean everyone else does. And, oh, my God, I I don't even think they ever have that kind of interaction in in the game. Like, like that, like that hostile. Like, I think at first when they see each other, they're happy and it's kind of awkward because they're like, oh, we haven't seen each other in so long. But they didn't have like an altercation like this from what I remember. This was like a uh, show original. And um, it, it really puts Joel's uh, character into perspective because it leads into, you know, the scene later that night when he meets with Tommy and he, he he comes forward after they you know both apologize for how they've been acting. Joel just comes clean and is like, "This is why I brought the girl, and I am scared out of my mind for these um like like the, these fatherly emotions that I'm you know developing with her, and I'm failing time and time again to protect her. This is something really neat that again the game doesn't touch on because." They acknowledge Joel is in his 50s, but he is a fit 50-year-old in the games. Like, like you know, um, there was a joke in the, I think in the behind the scenes where um, they said, uh, yeah, we understand in the games that, um, you know, Joel, he like crouches down a lot. Like he's always sure. like, like crouching down to like hide behind cover, or, you know, you know, sneak around enemies and whatnot. And that's, you know, for gameplay purposes. And they said, we're not going to have joel in the show do that because he's a pedro pascal is playing a 50 plus year old man these people got weak knees <laughs> they're not supposed to be crouching down like the way joel does in the game for the game right. you need him to like like we get it you, you, oh, you, you and he can't to. do it as frequent either like in the games you could uh, 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 uh definitely not can't do that here right exactly so i, I like that they i mean i think there was even a joke about it like in the first episode something about like yeah we can't crouch for too long uh i'm i'm, I'm my knees are like old as hell um but it's funny because they bring it up again in this episode where he's acknowledging his age he's fearful because he's he's deaf in in, in in one of his ears he's almost deaf in one of his ears uh he keeps sleeping and having these dreams and he's like, I feel like I'm going to be the reason why this girl does not make it to the Fireflies, wherever right. we have to go. And um, I, I I need you to take her. I need you to take her because I'm afraid. I Okay, so, you know, back to, you know, the, the dog scene. Uh, that scene, and I think, and again, I think they're doing a really good job as kind of this, like, let's put joel in similar situations and see what he does you know i do take it back to the first episode with sarah he freezes and you know we're not infected we're not infected you know doesn't do a thing in that moment by sarah sarah's gone uh we oh, get like it was a callback to that oh uh, so much so wow. much and then okay, even yeah. even at the end of the first episode where you know that one guard stops them and then joel violently reacts and kind of that's the man uh this you know 
killing without remorse, Joel. That's him, right? Right. And then you have, you know, the time spent with Ellie, and we have another similar standoff situation. Um, and he freezes. He's and he's telling Tommy that he couldn't move uh, when that dog uh, was starting sniffing Ellie. You know, and he was afraid. Not only is he weak. You know, and he's like he he admits to being you know partially deaf. He's weak, and he's afraid, and he can't think. He can't stand the reason that, you know, if he he'd be the reason that Ellie does. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Not survive. Right. Uh, it crushes him, man. Uh, shout out to Pedro Pascal. This was some grade A acting. This I'm like, perfect. this is why they got him to be Joel right here right here oh wait you uh, think it was this scene or oh this scene one? was great yes okay yeah there's okay. a good amount of emotion right there uh it was pretty good i liked it so i think i think uh again this this theme of you know he's he's finally coming he's finally admitting that ellie is very much his daughter uh more or less you know right um he's really starting to acknowledge like i think i'm seeing a little bit of sarah in her um, right and then yeah i mean there's even that scene where he thinks he sees sarah he's actively thinking about sarah again you know oh yeah you see like um she had she had curls um uh, and it looked like sarah from behind right and, you know and, and again he has a moment of he can't breathe his heart's racing uh mm-hmm. and I, and again I think that only happens because of his relationship with Ellie it's growing it's developing and it's becoming ref- reflective and similar to Sarah <laughs> if he probably worked really hard to not ever feel like this again and here here Ellie goes chipping away where's the heart where's the heart Joel where's the heart uh, I mean, he tries to find it a little bit when he goes and confronts Ellie on it. Um, because I think, what, Ellie overheard the conversation Correct. between uh, Joel and Tommy. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have this scene where Joel meets with Ellie and they have to have a talk about it because she does not want to just be handed off to the next person like like Cargo as as Joel put it so bluntly, like so many episodes ago, um, she's grown attached to Joel as well. They The time jump pretty much established. If they were not close before with the Sam and Henry bit when it happened, three months after that, I'm pretty sure they're close enough. I'm pretty sure that they have to have like some father-daughter type of relationship at this point. And Ellie is just so conflicted at being pushed away here. And let me tell you, they did this scene justice in the game. I kid you not. I quoted every word that Pedro Pascal said, and it was like, oh, that's what he did. In the, that's what he said in the game. <laughs> and they even said in the behind the scenes, they're like, this is one of the best scenes in the game. And we didn't want to like change it too much. And we felt like we had to have it in here, like almost word for word. And like, literally it's, it's where, you know, Ellie learns about Sarah through Maria, right? Right. Yep. Um, she didn't know about her before. Yep. And then yep, right. She, and I I didn't put that together that she was unaware about Sarah. Right. Before. You as an audience member, you know, but like you're like, oh wait, but who in the story knows about Sarah? Right. Uh, because Joel was always protective of that. He was like, uh, next question. <laughs> uh, he would always push it away. So, um, but yeah, this scene was just, as soon as Ellie said, I'm not your daughter, immediately I knew exactly how Joel was going to respond. It's a little bit different in the game. Uh, I I think the game does it a little bit more menacingly because uh, Pedro, Pedro was like, don't, don't, 
don't do that mm-hmm. don't don't go any further it was good it, w- it was really good i think the game did it a little bit better because joel in this scene oh my god does he, he is- snap does he snap he doesn't snap he has the same tone as like pedro but like there's a bit of menace to it where he's like stop you are treading on mighty mighty thin ice right here he, he tells that to ellie like he's he's saying you better watch your next word what you say to me because you brought oh. up my daughter and ellie's ellie is on thin ice she's bringing up stuff that joel does not want to talk about and but she's hitting the bullet points that that um that that he needs to hear but like by the end of the conversation he's like you're right I, you're not my daughter and i'm sure as shit ain't your dad uh so that's why you're tomorrow morning you're gonna be leaving with my brother so that you can go to university of colorado to meet the fireflies um it was just so good in the game and i feel like this is probably the closest they could get it's still good like i'm not like faulting pedro and um uh bella ramsey's performance i i think even bella she was saying in the behind the scenes like this scene right here like she she got sleepless nights just trying to figure out oh how are we how are we gonna do this scene uh because right. it's a big scene it's huge i think they did a fantastic job I think the game did a little bit better because you just see that tinge of anger from Joe, uh, Joel, uh, in 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 the game in, in this particular scene. I I feel I I mean again I I I don't have the game to go off of, but I really do buy Joel in this scene. Um, it's as you said, uh, tread lightly. <laughs> oh damn, you don't you don't even know tread lightly because you're not there yet in Breaking Bad. Uh, oh my god, no, enough. Tread lightly. You're um, treading on some mighty thin ice here. Oh no, Joel doesn't. Uh, I'm sorry, Joel. So um, but you know, uh what I, I really like about this exchange is simply that you know Ellie is right. Like Joel he's very lost much people too. Right. I feel Joel very much lives in his own world where he's not really empathizing with a lot of people. It's kind of, you know. He's stuck in his ways. He's stuck in his mind. And, you know, it's tough to say, hey, Ellie, you don't know anything about loss. Like, Joel, man, that's that's a low blow, you know? God, yeah, uh, that's right. She's Yeah, I you you don't have any idea what that is. Right. Um, she, she's not bringing up your daughter to hurt you. She's bringing up your daughter to so to show that you, hey, remember when you had compassion? For people in relationships and bonds you know right how dare you so easily throw away mine because and she's trying to tell him and again see ellie very much is very observant she's empathizing with joel with joel in this moment she's like you know i get it joel i get it you think of me as a daughter you you don't want to admit it and i get it i'm gonna say it for you okay i get it we're similar. Don't fucking leave me because you wouldn't leave her. Remember that, Joel. Remember that. And then, you know, Joel's got to step away. He's got to step away, you know. He's got to leave on that that sour note of, you know, um, we're, go- we're, we're parting ways uh, in the morning, you know. Right. Uh, so... I very much like this exchange a lot. Uh, I'll probably go look up the game equivalent just so I can it's, just so it's, I can see what you're saying. It's literally like two and a half minutes of of just like this exact scene. And I again, you're you're gonna see the similarities like verbatim. Some words change here and there. I think even the push that that um that uh ellie gives him she's like everyone that i've known has either died or left me except for you and he pushes her i was watching the scene again literally does the same exact thing the same push at the same moment and i'm like wow y'all wanted y'all wanted to make sure you did this scene justice um but but ellie like you know she's telling the truth she's saying don't pretend that handing me off to tommy is gonna make me more safe because it's just gonna make me even more scared Cause that's, Ooh, that's I love that. I, I love that. That's a great line right there. It's perfect. It is so good. And I like, I, I'm telling you, it's been years since I played this game, but a scene like that, you don't forget. Let, I remember let, that scene. Let me just say, you know, I was very skeptical with Bella Ramsey in episode one. I was not sold yet. 
and gradually i she sells me more and more with each episode now i'm team bella i'm i'm team bella oh now you're team bella you i'm team very bella much she was she was getting me there every week and then we got to here and i'm like i'm i'm here for it she's killing it she's matching pedro it's not like he's carrying the scene she is equally dishing it out so yeah right. i applaud her i really she, do again it's it, it's a duo scene they both both characters have to deliver and both pedro and bella i feel like delivered this scene um again memorable scene from the game uh so they had to do it justice bare minimum um so joel practically leaves that night and he's basically saying like, yeah you're gonna go with tommy like no questions um then he's kind of just <laughs> there at the horse he's like I mean, I'll give you a choice. If you want to go with Tommy, you can. Or you could go with me, but I'm telling you, I, I'm as a fair warning. I I'm kind of old and Ellie Ellie doesn't care about any of that. She she's going to no. choose Joel. She's going to Every Joel. time. Every yeah. time. And so, I like and again, I like that Joel came around and, you know, uh you deserve a choice. Because um Right. I feel that's what that wasn't given to Ellie before uh you know kind of the choice it's like you're going across the country uh you're going to this firefly group you don't got a choice of the matter uh being conscripted as a uh as a fedra soldier you don't got a choice you know you're here right. you're gonna be the next fedra unit you know fedra unit. <laughs> i think um the next foot soldier I mean essentially and i think i think joel recognizes you know uh that's that's not fair that's not fair um she deserves a choice uh and he doesn't have a right to take that from her um and and treat her like cargo Ooh, you know wow oh man i'm thinking about uh oh my god no let me let me not say anymore let me not say anymore because it's about the future of, oh, of, okay uh, all of, right don't say it then yeah i won't say anything but like literally like when you what you're describing about the agency of like choice um that is very important that is very important it's okay. gonna it, yeah it's gonna come full circle it, it, it's, it's gonna come full circle i i shall wait on it i will wait on it <laughs> um and you know once they leave jackson uh, this is th these are nice moments. Like Joel and Ellie are actually like joking around, bonding, he's leaning getting into emotional. it now. Now he's leaning it. the the freaking sniper rifle uh training. Uh, that was all compassion. That was not even necessary. Absolutely, absolutely. He's like, you gotta love the trigger. You gotta love it. And she's like, it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> yeah she was getting frustrated the scope doesn't work it's the scope the scope is is, is uh is non-functional but also i think i think this is worth mentioning too even before we get to this point him saying goodbye to tommy this time around is him letting tommy go he's saying you know i don't need to be my brother's keeper right now i mean i will always be my brother's keeper but my brother is capable my brother you know uh is intelligent and my brother is starting his life after years of tommy being a follower tommy's finally you know grown to the point where he is now where he can stand on his own and joel finally i don't know if it took this long for joel to recognize it but joel is now stepping away and he's committing to ellie 100 percent. he's like i'm committed to this girl and, and I love it because we still have a good chunk of content left uh, to see right. Joel and Ellie's venture and see where it ends up. Um, and uh, I thought the episode was going to end here, in all honesty. I thought, I thought it could have ended here and I would have been fine. When they're on the horseback and they're walking into like the, the sunset or the sunrise, I'm like, okay, that's it. Credits are about to roll. No, they kept going. <laughs> um which is fine it's fine uh yeah, it was think, fine it was fine yeah uh i think it ultimately leaves at like an interesting cliffhanger for an episode um but but what basically uh they get to uh eastern university of colorado east colorado sure. university whatever right 
Um, and cool setting. This, I think it's a cool setting. Very cool setting. Um, I, this is this also matches the game. They did go to a university. I'm pretty sure it was the same one. Um, and this is where the fireflies were supposed to be. This is where they were supposed to meet them. Uh, but they're not there. Everything is abandoned, and they got monkeys. Monkeys on the loose. Freaking monkeys from the from the testing labs. So there's no um. There's no, uh, you know, fireflies there. So it looks like, okay, so where, where is our journey going to take us now? Because this is where we were supposed to go to, you know, have Ellie meet the fireflies. So that, um, that's where they're supposed to go. I thought they were always heading to California. I'm pretty sure because they, they stopped into the university. So I thought this was where the firefly facility was. I think Tommy said Tommy, this is where Tommy, they were. Yes. Tommy was like, there's a firefly, firefly base. Yeah, in Colorado, because uh, they're in Wyoming. So, uh, right. yes, no, Tommy pointed them in this direction. Uh, but I always, I guess, it, I mean, it's fine. If I was wrong, I was wrong. Uh, but, um, yeah, they're not here. Um, they're not packed here. Up their things at least they left. were there at some they point. They were. And then they left for whatever reason. Right. Maybe it was those damn monkeys. The, <laughs> maybe they kept harassing the researchers. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Um you get and again this is where i do not recall the exact sequence of events i don't know if this is exactly how it happens uh but you know joel and ellie are in the facility and they encounter some bandits or i guess raiders the subtitles call them raiders, raiders yep um and they're there to raid they're there to raid joel and ellie <laughs> um so they do that they you know they joel gets into an altercation with one of them uh he ends up snapping his neck and joel gets stabbed joel gets stabbed and um it's a it's a scene where like you know it, it's in the heat it's in the heat of the moment they have to get away they get on the horse they manage to escape the three remaining raiders that were just randomly raiding the local area the local university i guess because why not because why not because why not why were there only four of them too it was just i don't know that that's why i'm saying like i, I don't remember this is how it i'm pretty sure this is not how it happened in the game just four random raiders showing up out of nowhere um but either way it ultimately leads to joel you know getting stabbed and once they get far enough away joel collapses in the snow and we get that closer where Ellie is like just crying over Joel saying like, Oh my God, I can't do this without you. You need to stay alive. Right. Um, very, very touching, very touching. Uh, at this part, at least I can recall happening in the game. I don't remember if Joel was stabbed or if he was shot. I remember they were getting away from something and I, I think Ellie didn't realize that Joel was injured. And then he's like slumped over the horse and then Joel just falls off. And Ellie's like, oh, my God, whoa, whoa, what happened, Joel? And then the rest of the game takes place. Um, so were, were you going to say something earlier? Um, so, you know, it's it's what Joel had feared. Uh, well, two things, uh, you know, here he is. He got stabbed. Uh, technically, that's pretty close to failing again. To protect her, literally the thing he said right. he did not want to happen. This wouldn't have happened to Tommy, young strapping Tommy. Who knows? But it's what Joel said would happen. And then I like to point out right. Ellie's growth too. That gun never once leaves that man's, uh, like her vision of that man. You know, uh, when yeah. he runs up on them, and then you know, easily ready to shoot uh, when they take off um they're growing they're growing um mm -hmm. but yeah now it's like uh well ellie everything joel taught you let's go uh you're on deck this is it you're on let's deck i you know I, I remember last week we i was trying to piece together um like what arc was gonna happen next because we still had episodes six seven eight and nine and so that's four episodes and I'm thinking like, oh man, I don't remember that many other arcs that happened in the game. This is a major arc that happens in the game. I completely forgot about it. Um, where Joel is out, right? Like he's right. he got stabbed. 
And it's Ellie's call to action. She has to be the one that's protecting the both of them. And let me tell you, I don't think we're going to get it next week because they already show what the preview is for next week's episode. But my God, I, I, I already know the pacing of, of, of the next three episodes just based off of the preview for this week's. Um, I'm sorry, uh, for, yeah, the preview for next week. Um, because I don't think they're going to jump into, uh, you know, what's Ellie doing to take care of herself and Joel um, right away. Because it, 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 based on the preview, it's clear that they're going into a bit of a flashback. You know, uh, I'm calling it now misdirection. Uh, I think the flashbacks what? will be interwoven. Real? Oh, I don't know. Well, okay. The reason why I don't think they'll be interwoven is because what they showed in that episode preview was a that is literally the DLC uh, to to uh, Last of Us Part One. Oh, really? There was a DLC expansion to Last of Us 1 where it, it was like a prequel story that told you how Ellie uh, ended up the way she was right before she met Joel and Tess and Marlene. Um, so you get to meet this character who looks very familiar. Um, who's that actress? Oh, the um, one that was with her in the preview. That's Storm Reed. Uh, Reed. What? What is? Is she in that movie that in that trailer where the parents get kidnapped when they go yes. on vacation? That's her. Yes. Um, okay. I I forget the name, but no, she's a she's another HBO alum. Uh, she okay. played. Uh, I forget her character's name. Uh, she's in Euphoria. Uh, she's Rue's uh, sister in oh, Euphoria. Yeah. Um, I. I watched just one episode of season one, so I I, I remember Rue's sister. Right, Gia. She's Gia in Euphoria. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh. Uh. Funny enough, she's been uh she's been like uh, popping lately. She was the voice of Emily in the season two finale of Louder and Prouder. Uh. Which one was Emily? Emily, the the ancestor. Uh. In the oh, Juneteenth episode. Oh, that was her. Episode. Oh wow. Okay. That was her. Um. So. Uh, again, I'm, I I forgot she was in the cast, but uh, upon seeing her, I'm like, damn, HBO likes reusing their people. I'm like, cool. They're like uh, Netflix, technically. I mean, Netflix. Is uh, actually, thing. yeah, Netflix is another one that reuses. I I think about how Disney Channel re uh, reuses their people, but like HBO and Netflix are like up here. Right, so like, right. Oh, Disney Channel, they want you for a movie. All right, you did your show, you did your movie, you're out. <laughs> Come on for Johnny Tsunami. Literally. Literally. So um cool to see her. Cool to, um I like her as an actress too. Um interested in uh her little story. Uh I mean Ellie said she lost everybody she's ever uh cared for. Right. Doesn't right. sound good for her. I think this Next, I mean, this is one of the DLC that was like really praised back when it released in 2013. Um, it's definitely going to be a sad one. Mm. Um, so gear up for that. And then next week's the the following week's episode, I know exactly how they're going to do this because this this really sets the pace for what's left of the game. This is what I'm gonna. This is what I'm calling. They're gonna tackle the DLC. In episode seven, just the DLC, no back and forth between like, oh, what's Ellie doing? Is she uh, stitching Joel's uh, hole in his stomach? Uh, no, it's going to be straight flashback, just focused on. You might get like a little bit of something of Ellie in the very beginning, but nothing more beyond that. It'll just be boom. She They, they found a little hut somewhere, a cave and flashback time boom because ellie's alone in her thoughts now she has to think about the past so they're gonna do that in episode seven episode eight is going to tackle uh just everything that ellie has to do to survive with joel and you know whatever's going on um because i'm telling you that episode is gonna get dark if they keep everything that they kept from the game it, it, it during this moment where joel uh ellie has to kind of like take care of joel this this segment is going to get into some dark territory. The, the the 
the the series is dark in general, but <laughs> right. some darker themes are going to be tackled in uh, Ellie's little arc that she's going to get while taking care of Joel. I just, oh man, this will be, this will be the one where you, oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, let me not, let me not say anymore. You're um, hyping it up. You really are. I, I thought this was a very powerful moment for this little, I, I can't believe I forgot this. That's the part that's getting me annoyed. How do I forget this? That Ellie had to take care of Joel briefly. Um, so she's going to have to do that. And then finally, that's, that, that's episode eight. Episode nine is going to be the finale. And we, I mean, Antonio, uh, uh, Dr. Mono can vouch for me. He already knows. He already knows where this is going to go. <laughs> uh for for the ending like that entire episode nine is gonna be just that sequence and it fits i'm telling you i got all the episodes planned out from here Easy. i have no idea what you're talking about but sure watch watch mark mark my words next week when we talk <laughs> all right about next this. week episode seven sure episode seven um so yeah that's where we leave up on episode six um what did you think like overall about the episode were you here for it how would you rank it uh compared to the other ones are they kind of on par or did, did this one really elevate you to a i told you how state? i feel about that term ranking you uh, can rank episodes we did it for game of thrones i don't like to i just you can again, it's a very continuous story i mean even game of thrones like um there the, were some episodes some weeks for game of thrones where we were like I, I'm not feeling this. This was kind of weak. This was kinda yeah. Weak. Okay, the difference between like Game of Thrones and I feel like this is that Game of Thrones, yes, is a serialized show, but like there's no clear cut defined ending. The Last of Us is very much. I need to get Ellie to point B, and here's everything in between. Game of Thrones is very much let's see what's brewing we don't know what's gonna happen next you know and, me... and, and and again i say this just simply because i look at this episode as just a um so you know i said episode four was a setup which it was clearly for episode five which you know we've already picked apart whether or not it worked as a it, it didn't work as a setup it, it was not. not it was not a good setup. i mean joel and ellie <laughs> storyline good setup everything else uh irrelevant uh, mm. this episode very much for me serves as just as um kind of like a check-in we're three months fast forward and it's like let's throw a cog in the wrench of this relationship you know uh what does the introduction of tommy do to this relationship what is the introduction of this thriving safe society due to this relationship what is joe reflecting on old age and whatnot it's a very intimate episode you know uh which i you know i appreciate the intimacy in this episode i don't think you're gonna see that a lot of times uh you know uh you know if it's an action pack episode no if it's a setup episode no like you know uh this this episode was this had set up but it was resolved in this episode they set up why this town works so well it makes sense why joel would want to leave her here you know uh yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your background if you move your head to the uh more to the left right there the, on your shoulder <laughs> i just keep looking at that 10 gallon hat that just reminds me of carl from the walking dead oh god uh, uh it just added coral coral uh so yeah I, again i try not to rank these episodes i just look at i i look at I, I mean look we could do a rank at the very end but i just look at this episode of this this is a joel ellie centric episode um let's fuck let around me, with their relationship let me ask this um you do you remember relatively well the first season of the walking dead um, yeah, I mean, it was like the shortest season of The Walking Dead. So it was like what, six episodes? Five? Six or seven episodes, yeah. Um, we have about like three episodes left for The Last of Us. Was The Walking Dead season did The Walking Dead season one invest you like 
like uh at least two-thirds of the way into its first season the way the last of us is or it's kind of like, hard to tell right now two very different shows uh they I both have zombies i know but like well the, technically not zombies in the last of us that's what the, they, the last the of us was is... banned on set did you know oh saying zombies saying zombies was banned on set of the last of us because they wanted to emphasize these are not zombies we're different we're unique they're infected all right uh sure the human body <laughs> acting like a mindless eating machine uh all right whatever uh <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was invested in The Walking Dead for different reasons. The Walking Dead was just kind of dumb fun. You know, again, it's very comic booky, like, uh, Rick Grimes riding into Atlanta on a horse, turns a corner, and there's a horde of zombies. The horse gets eaten, and oh, what? Yes, that's very much what happened. And then, like, Glenn, Steven Yoon's character is like, hey, I see you under the tank come over here this way yeah, i don't know i don't know uh <laughs> there's like silly, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of characters in the walking dead so there's multiple storylines going on that you need to focus on but you know everybody is tertiary to joel and ellie uh okay for the world of the walking dead is going to hook people in i think the last of us you're you got they are hooking you with just characters you know uh okay I, that's that's what i feel is the biggest difference is that they are nailing the character piece of this story not saying the walking dead couldn't and didn't do that ever in its time but this one has to sell you and it has to sell you really quickly and it has to sell you with the idea of okay i know we have our central leads but hey, here's a Bill and Frank episode. Hey, the first 20 minutes of this episode are dedicated to Henry and Sam. And they hook you with everybody. And Pretty everybody, well. yeah, it's it's crazy how they do it. So I think that's what really separates this from a show, another similar show like The Walking Dead. It's so, okay to compare. It's okay. No, you can can make you can make the comparison, but you know, I I appreciate The Walking Dead for when I did for different reasons that I appreciate this show. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um yeah, I I honestly can't wait. I I did not think they were going to tackle the DLC in season 1, which doesn't make any sense. Like I, they would cuz it's season 1. If you're going to tackle it, you tackle it now. But I, I don't know why. It was just completely out of sight, out of mind. And then once I saw the preview, I'm like, oh, they're doing it. They're doing it's, the it's, Left Behind DLC. It's simply, oh, funny enough, that's the title of the episode. Oh, it's called what, uh, episode seven or? Uh, 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 the next episode. Yeah, episode Left seven. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's just going to be the DLC. If it's called Left Behind, it is it's literally, literally called Left Behind. It's okay. They're only tackling uh, the flashbacks. That's it. That's it sure and uh neil neil wrote the episode so next sounds week like or this one yeah yeah okay. uh, next week so it sounds very much like he wants this to go a certain way yes so. yes i i can't wait i can and you know what there's probably going to be controversy next week Ooh. um i won't say over what but <laughs> there's going to be controversy I, I already know i already know i already know all right um, bring it on let's see um, but I, I would say that kind of wraps up our thoughts overall for episode six of The Last of Us. Um, again, another great episode, really homing in on Joel and Ellie's relationship. And it kind of comes to a boiling point. Sometimes you need to see this happen with certain characters to really have them tackle the issues that they have with one another. Um, and you get really standout moments like uh, Ellie, you don't. You're treading on very thin ice right here. Ah, oh, God, that's the game, damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, so, oh, he says the thin ice bit in the game. In, in the game, he says uh, the the thin ice bit. You're treading on re on really thin ice right now. Uh, jo uh, Pedro does not say that. He says, like, don't, um, don't say another word or whatever, which is fine. It sends the same message, but I don't know. I like the thin ice thing. It's like, Ellie, you better stop. You don't know what this man will do. 
if you say uh sarah's name again um so he might lose it he might lose it uh definitely watch that scene after this yeah i will i, I shall do that but uh overall great episode regardless i can't wait for next week's uh for them to tackle the left behind dlc and then the week after it's gonna i imagine it's gonna tackle some dark stuff and then we got the finale the week after for episode nine um but let us know what you all think in the comments below about the last of us episode six are you still here for joel and ellie's adventure uh did you like the city of jackson and did you like seeing how it's basically a functioning community that was basically a taste of the old world uh, and how it used to be? It's very livable. It looks fair enough to most people. Um, so uh, let us know what you all think about the city of Jackson and just where do you think the series is going to go from here forward. But with that, everyone, that's all that we have to say for tonight. Uh, be sure to let us know what you think down below in the comments, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at the Yonko Table. Give us a like, give us a shout out, and let us know what you think. But with that, everyone, I'm Dr. Jace Turney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, signing off. Take care. <laughs>